amen and amen. This is part two, Ephesians chapter four, beginning at verse 29. Two different translations, the New King James and the CEV, contemporary English version. Ephesians 4, beginning at verse 29, it reads, the New King James, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Verse 32, and be kind, don't miss that, to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. The contemporary English version says or reads, Ephesians 4, beginning at verse 22. Stop all your dirty talk. Say the right thing at the right time and help others by what you say. Don't miss that. Verse 30. Don't make God's spirit sad. The spirit makes you sure that someday you will be free from your sins. Stop bitter and angry Stop being bitter and angry and mad at others. Don't yell at one another or curse each other or even or be rude. Instead, be kind and merciful. Here's a key word. And forgive others just as God forgave you because of Christ. I want to talk around the thought, the idea, this is part two or probably be a part three. Hurting people hurt other people. Hurting people or hurt people hurt other people. My question beginning this morning is, are you hurting anybody under the sound of my voice out there? Is anybody hurting even as we speak this morning? Have you been hurt? By what somebody has said or has done to you in the past or recently? Did you have a hard time getting out here this morning? Did you have to fight your way out of the house? Did you have to think about making excuses to get out of the house? If you answered yes to either one of those questions, then you need to know that your pain or heartache from being hurt is inevitable. Inevitable. And you also need to know that long-term suffering from being hurt, listen, is optional. Oh, you can be hurt, but you don't have to allow the hurt to keep on hurting you. I wish somebody would talk back to me. See, in other words, you don't have to keep on letting people hurt you. I said, you don't have to keep on letting people hurt you. People will continue to hurt you when they know that you're hurting, hurting you. Come on, somebody. People won't keep messing with you if they, if, they, they, if they feel as though they're not getting to you. They get upset. Hello, somebody. If you want somebody to keep on bothering you, let them, let them know that let, let them know that they're bothering you and they'll keep on bothering you. Psalmist says in Psalm 40 or 147, verse 3, he heals the Lord. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, healing their pain and comforting their sorrow. And another translation says, no matter the source of your heartbreak, God can repair your wounds. How many of us know that God can repair? your wounds. L wait a minute. Let me say it again. Somebody out there is not listening. No matter who or what the source of your hurt, no matter what it might be, 
The Bible says that God is your refuge. Not only your refuge and your strength, because you say, I can't take it no more. God says, I am your refuge and your strength, which is mighty and impenetrable, a very present and well-proved help in trouble. Amplified translation. God says, I ought to already have proved, proven to you by now that nothing can get to you except it get past me. And if you put me up as a standard, regardless of what it is or who it is, I can be an impenetrable barrier to what he, she, or those others are trying to do to you. In other words, you need to anticipate a healing this morning. Is anybody looking for a healing this morning? I, I'm hoping that some of you came with a prayer on your lips saying, God, speak to me one more time through Pastor Pointer this morning. I'm hopeful that somebody's praying for me that I am uh, uh, in tune and in touch with the Holy Spirit who in turn speaks through me to help you to get through what you're trying to get through. Amen, somebody. Somebody said, listen, if you don't heal, y'all better listen. If you don't heal or never heal from what hurts you, you'll bleed on people who didn't cut you. Did y'all hear that? If you don't heal or if you never heal from what hurt you or who hurt you, you'll bleed on people who didn't cut you. What I mean by that statement is that we have to stop destroying good relationships around us when we transfer our aggression and hurt other people. I don't know who God is talking to this morning, in here or out there, but God said enough is enough is enough is enough is enough. Stop allowing yourself to be used and abused by yourself self-inflicted wounds hello somebody self-inflicted on the other hand for those who are being hurt because you got folk who hurt you and then you got folk who are the recipients of the hurt you have to stop letting other people try to make you pay i already said this try to make you pay or become liable for somebody else's bill or for what somebody else did to them can I get a witness? It is no secret that pain is a part of life. Hello, somebody. I don't know who told you or whether or not somebody slipped it in your ear that once you became a Christian, you'll not never have any more pain. That is far from the truth. We know that it's no secret to have pain because everybody, you, me, and everybody else has to go through, listen, painful experiences at some point in your life we all have to go through the operative word y'all just heard me saying is go through in order to go through you've got to get to hello somebody you can't keep avoiding what is unavoidable stuff gonna hit the fa oh my gosh see it's, it's not whether or not we're going to have problems, but it's how we cope or deal with the problem and the negative experiences that occur in our lives. Some of y'all remember last week we repeated what noted pastor and megachurch leader Rick Warren is quoted to have said about hurting people, hurting other people. Pastor Warren said, when somebody is hurting you, it's because they themselves are still hurting. He said unkind people are people who have never felt kindness or it's been so long that it seems like they've never experienced kindness. Unloving people are people, listen, who feel unloved and neglected. When somebody is rude, unkind, sarcastic, bitter, arrogant and consistently in an attack mode they are really shouting out I need somebody to love me 
I need somebody to look toward me. I need somebody to hear me. You ever talk to somebody and act like they're not hearing? You're not listening to me. They are saying, if I don't feel loved, I don't feel secure. Remember, we already gave you at least five ways last week. I, I wish I had some folk that were taking notes. Last week, we gave you at least five ways to show how hurt people display or show their hurt in their interactions with other people. Remember, we said, first of all, that hurt people often, listen, transfer their inner anger onto their family and close friends. Hurt people usually hurt the folk closest to you. Amen, somebody. You go to work and you restrain your hurt. You go to the store and you restrain your hurt. You look at your neighbors and say, praise the Lord, and you restrain the hurt. Then you go in and close the door and you cuss out the one closest to you. I didn't say you do it. I'm talking about if the shoe fits, you wear it. Out there, that's who we get the ones closest. We transfer our or, 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 or displace our anger. We perpetuate negativity and we start a whole cycle of fights. Anybody ever get tired, sick and tired of fighting? Let me see your hand. Some of y'all ain't tired. Of Anybody, only a few of you, some of y'all love it. Huh? Okay, kind of cool. Uh, you, you, you stay where you are. Is anybody other than me? I, I, I get sick and tired of fighting, arguing. Amen. I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired. Amen. I don't want to keep on arguing with you every time over this, that, and the other. Not only we found out that hurt people <coughs> transfer their hurt, but secondly, we found out that hurt people interpret every word spoken to them through the lens of their pain. They take one word and say, you said that or you meant that. It's amazing how people can't interpret the Bible, but they interpret every word you say. Can't interpret one word or one verse from the scripture. In other words, it's not can't. They won't interpret it because if it means I have to do something to change, I don't know what the Bible's saying. But you say one word and I'll tell you what you meant. Ordinary words are misinterpreted to mean something negative towards them. Oh, I know why you said that. Thirdly, hurt people interpret every action through the lens or glass of their pain. Hurting people are very suspicious. They're suspicious of every action, no matter how sincere the action is. I might be taking it too far, but you go to open up the door. They say, listen, you're trying to make me fall out. They take it to a level. Come on, somebody. I go to open the door for my wife. You looking out the window and say, look, he's trying to throw out the car. They're suspicious of every action, no matter how sincere. Fourthly, we learned last week that hurt people often portray themselves as victims. They carry a victim mentality of spirit. In other words, it's them, the whole world is against them. Everybody's plotting to do something against them. We already said, fifth, they hurt people often alienate the closest people to them. In other words, you seem to forget we need each other. You need them and they need you. I don't know about you, but I need my family close to me. They may not listen. They might be a pain in the, in the, in, in the elbow. Y'all looking at me funny here. Pain in the elbow, Sister Pat. I ain't said nothing wrong. Pain in the foot. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I ain't going to take it no further. I wish I had some honest people in here this morning. I'm talking about hurting people hurt other people. But we want to pick up, remember I said it was 10. Want to pick up on the next five. Five uh, ways or additional ways that hurt people display or show their hurt in their interactions with other people. Some of us get very uncomfortable when the shoe fits. 
I'm one of them too. You ever think like somebody told on me? Somebody told you my business. How the heck are you going to be able to pinpoint exactly what's going on? Well, somebody forgot that God can see a black ant on a black rock at midnight. Nobody told Pastor Pointer, God, the Holy Spirit just knows you. So we pick up here this morning. Number six, hurt people who hurt other people, listen, are often frustrated and depressed because, listen, their past pain continually spills over into their present consciousness or awareness. Every time I try to forget, it comes back. Every time I go past that certain area, I'm reminded of that man or woman who raped me. Oh, y'all ain't going to help me. Every time I go anywhere close to that block or area, that house, I remember. Anytime I think about when I grow, when I was growing up, uncle and auntie so-and-so, you know what they did. They touched me inappropriately. And every time my man or my wife touches me, I have a flashback, flashback. When I was touched and forced, y'all ain't going to help me. Somebody out there, every time he or she touches me, they mean it for one way, and I keep thinking when somebody forced their touch. Much as you try to smother it or bury your past, it finds a way to resurface and haunt you. Just when you thought the skeletons were buried, they rise up again. You hear people talking about skeletons in the closet. Some of them skeletons is walking around having breakfast. They're all over the place. Y'all looking at me funny. Sometimes them skeletons that meat walking flesh. Not only hurt people who hurt other people are often frustrated and depressed because of the past continually spilling over into the present. But number seven, hurt people. Y'all with me? Hurt people who hurt other people often explode or erupt with excessive or extreme violence because of triggers. Every one of us from the pulpit to the door, ceiling to the floor has a certain trigger or triggers. Amen, somebody. You were doing fine in your conversation until he or she mentioned one thing. Has anybody ever been talking good until you mentioned one thing? You, you went down that road again and you said you weren't going you weren't going to detour and make a left you were going to keep passing but somehow that left turn you made it again it was a trigger particular words actions or circumstances trigger past woundedness emotional triggers can be people can be places can be words, can be opinions, situations, social situations that, that provoke an intense or excessive emotional reaction from within us. And that the common emotions we experience when triggered include, listen, anger, rage, sadness, and fear. Virtually, practically, or almost anything can trigger you depending on what you believe and how you believe. See, 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 depending on your beliefs, your values, and early life and childhood experiences. Amen, somebody. We all live in a different world, y'all. Even when you get married, we got certain things we bring to the table. Come on, somebody. When, when, when you were growing up in your house, that's the way you did things. Well, when I was growing up in my house, this is the way we did things. And sometimes when we get married or we come together, we start trying to push what we grew up the way we did over on the other person. Amen. Somebody said, I didn't, we, we, we didn't leave a clothes laying on the floor. Y'all ain't going to help me. Every time we did so-and-so, we put them in the container. Every time we did a dish, we washed them. Oh, I'm in trouble now. We got somebody bought a dishwasher, but you never washed the dishes because you never emptied it to put another load of dishes in it. Oh, y'all ain't going to help me. 
You take the dishes out. Y'all getting quiet in Is anybody? You take the dishes out. You hide them in the dishwasher. You don't wash them because whoever washed them is your job to take out. Things trigger you. Tone of voice. You ever had somebody say, watch your tone? <laughs> anybody other than me, anybody other than me ever have a, a, a I, I have tone issues sometimes. I, anybody other than me, I got tone issues. I'm glad some of y'all are honest with me. I didn't mean to. My wife will tell you, don't you say nothing, honey. My wife will tell you, you already talk loud enough. And then you have a tone issue. You are, I heard you the first time. What are you up there on the roof for? And I'm down in the living room with you. In other words, y'all looking at me funny. Pastor, you do that. You do too sometimes. Tone of voice. Types of people. You know, everybody's just not like you and you're not just like them. Don't try to mold me into being just like you when I am who I am. You can't change me to be just like you. You got to trust God to help you and me so that we can mesh together. Amen, somebody. God didn't put us together for you to change me. Hello, somebody. You let him get away with that. I didn't take it like you. You just like to fight. Let them get away with what? It ain't worth drawing the line on this. Single words. Anything can be a trigger. I'm talking about hurting people who hurt other people. Have you ever been in a situation with a person that there was a major overreaction to a word that you spoke or an action that was taken? You ever been there and, you, and, 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 and was somewhere out left field and you said, where's all this coming from? Anybody ever been talking to somebody and all of a sudden they went off the somewhere else and you said where's this coming from i don't know what you mean where's it coming from what you trying to be smart whoa whoa <laughs> uh oh <laughs> an older deacon told me one time this is for men only men's day is coming up father's day he said man how long you say you've been married and i told him you know he said i wouldn't tell him about all them years if you don't know how to keep your mouth shut when you need to keep it shut Everything ain't worth an argument. You ain't got to prove if you so right. But then that time sometimes uh, backfires on you. Because when you shut up, it says, oh, you're trying to be smart, huh? <laughs> you heard what I said. Any man in here ever found out you're not, you're in a, you ain't in a win-win, so you just lose-lose situation. Y'all help me. Y'all gonna let me hang. Any man, I know the women. All right, women, y'all ever be find yourself in a, 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 a lose or can't win situation? Women, let me hear you. All right, men. The women are waving their heads and feet twinkling and everything. Men, you ever find yourself in a can't win situation? Men? Yeah, yeah. I only heard one person. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I just said, man, the women tell me, Woo, wow, woo. I asked the men, I heard one voice. All right. Oh, the men got to be, oh, we got to be pumped up. I got you. I got you. We, we need some, some, some wind in our sails. Okay. Women don't need, they, see, that's why you get beat up in fight. You can't talk. We trying to think about it. What should I say next, Pam? Yeah, everybody. My wife, listen. I'm leave my wife alone. <clears throat> Women, I think y'all went to the school out talking. Cause men trying to figure out what you get ready to say, you done said it three times. That's why you say, "What part don't you understand?" Men, I ain't gonna let no other secret out. But sometimes we just don't understand. Cause we don't know why we're here in the first place. We trying to figure out why we're here. And, and the woman is already telling, we're here, I've been there, done that, and somewhere else now. That ain't saying we slow. Just saying we different. Amen. Amen. Some of y'all looking at me funny. I'm going to move on. Amen. We've been in situations, but number seven, number eight, 
Hurt people who hurt other people. Thank you for being on top of this. Hurt people who hurt other people. Number eight, often occupy themselves with busy work or busyness. They overwork themselves. They choose to perform or, or accomplish stuff as a way of compensating for low self-esteem. Low self-esteem, you know what that is. When somebody lacks confidence about who they are and what they can do, they often feel incompetent, unloved, or inadequate. Or they know that they are on top of their game. Here's the other thing. And they ought to prove it. And they want everybody to know it. Some folk are just like that. You got it going on. You can do it better than most other people. But it seems somehow the person you with don't seem to know that you just about know everything. You think you know everything. And when the person you are hurting doesn't seem to acknowledge that you know everything, you got to hurt them. Got quiet. I hit it something. Hurting people will often overcompensate, overdo it to hide their feelings of incompetence, feeling unloved or feeling unappreciated or inadequate. They're good with this and they mask themselves with that because they don't want you to show that everybody got a weakness. How many of us know that we got weaknesses? Pulpit to the door. You highlight your strengths. You don't want nobody to know where you're weak. But God will put us together in relationship to offset our weaknesses. We complement each other. Amen, somebody. Not only hurt people occupy themselves with busyness and etc. But number nine, y'all with me? Hurt people often attempt, listen, to self-medicate themselves with excessive entertainment, drugs, alcohol, Pornography, sexual relationships, or hobbies as a way to forget their pain and escape reality. But until the church learns to deal with, you know, a lot of churches are not going to get up on and, and, and preach and teach like this. They want to shout. They want to holler. They want to hoop. They want you to get you jumping up and down, but you didn't learn anything. Amen, somebody. That's why the cults come in and they start teaching and you say, wow, I didn't know that. Because you got too many preachers trying to show off rather than to help you. How many of us would rather be helped and still be excited rather than just to be excited and don't know what you're excited about? I'd rather teach somebody something and then shout about what we learn than to shout and don't know nothing about what we need to learn. I said, unless, until the church learns to deal with and emphasize the emotional life and health of a believer, the church will be filled with less than fully committed Christians who only pray occasionally. And they don't have victory and they live in defeated lives. Why? Because they do not face the woundedness in their souls. Amen, somebody. Your soul, my soul, is the part of you that consists. Listen, y'all. Your soul and my soul. It, 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 it's the part of us that consists of your mind, your character, your thoughts, and your feelings. That's your soul. We process according to the way we think. The way we feel, what we're taught, and our character that explains why you do what you do. Amen, somebody. Everybody can't do, and everything that we do is not negative, but there's some negative things that only you do. And that's because that's a part of you. You were raised like that. Your information that you gathered over the years told you that that's the way you respond. There's some folk that have their guard up all their life because they had to guard everything when they were young. Yeah. I'm talking about your soul. The human soul is created by God 
Jeremiah 38, 16 says, So King Zedekiah secretly promised him, As surely as the Lord our Creator lives, I will not kill you or hand you over to the men who want you dead. As surely as the Lord our Creator. You got to acknowledge the Lord is our Creator. Hello, somebody. Then 2 Peter 2 and 14 says, about the human soul absence from the presence of God, they commit adultery with their eyes and their desire for sin is never satisfied. Remember we said the soul is where you think, you feel, it has to do with your character. And unless you're grounded in the Lord, unless you allow yourself to be, here we go, controlled by the Holy Spirit, your mind will take you some places that you don't want to go. Hello, somebody. It, it, it'll keep you longer than you want to stay. And it'll cost you more than you want to pay. Hello, somebody. You ever wished if I knew then what I know now, I'd have never, ever, ever went with that joker. I mean, I ain't starting no stuff in here. But Lord, can I, I don't want to go back to everything, but can I go back to stage one when I first met her or him? Can I change that for somebody else? I know nobody in here. I got to hasten on. <clears throat> but have you ever been guilty? You don't have to raise hands. I wish him or her was like, and we always grab out the good points for somebody. I wish my man or my woman was like him or her. But you don't know. With him or her comes some other stuff. Amen, somebody. Stop acting like that other person got the per. I ain't never told you I was perfect. I'm a nice guy, but nice guys got some hellish ways. Anybody other than me got some hellish ways? Amen, somebody. There's a side to you and me. Brother Jimmy, I ain't said nothing. Why are you talking about, because he all over there. Sister Evelyn, I ain't said nothing. I ain't going to bother with Brother Deacon Keith. I'm going to leave him alone. Elder Staten, I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't going to say nothing. Everybody in here, Elder, they say, you going to put, yeah, everybody in here. There's a side to everybody. From the pulpit to the door, ceiling to the floor. There's a, there's, there's a sweet side and there's a sour side. And our souls, the human souls, need atonement. Leviticus 17 and 11 says, For the life of the body is in its blood. I have given you the blood on the altar, listen, to purify you, making you right with the Lord. Look at somebody and say, it has to do with the blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. We quote it all the time. Without the shedding of the blood, there would not be any forgiveness of our sins. Amen, somebody. I don't care how much good you and I tried to do. Without the shedding of his blood, if Jesus hadn't shed his blood for me and you from the pulpit to the door, ceiling to the floor, we'd all be in trouble. First Peter chapter 2 and I'm hastening here. Says Jesus is the great shepherd of our souls. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 25, the New Living Translation says, Once you were like sheep who wandered away. But now, I said, but now, you have turned, I hope so, to your shepherd, the guardian of your souls. If the Bible says, once you were like sheep who wandered away, but now we could take it a step further and say, I hope you're following what God says. When you're in trouble, you need to know who to turn to. Yes. Hello, somebody. You need to know who to turn to and what to turn away from. Y'all ain't going to help me. Who to turn to and what to turn away from. Some folk just don't want to be helped, and I'm hastening. 
The example of our church, let me give you an example. Not tooting horn, but I'm just going to tell you a fact. We got R2R plus support class, otherwise known as the road to recovery plus support. That's something that we started a few years ago, and it started off on fire. But you get folk that don't, they, they, they want to have it set up just like what they do on the outside. If you can help make it better, why don't you help make it better and stop critiquing that it ain't good enough? Hello, somebody. Folk are not impressed with your, how good you are. They want the information that's going to help them. The road to recovery plus support, I'm talking about addic addictive dys dysfunctional families and community issues. We hold that, but little, very little people support that ministry. And everybody, I'm willing to say everybody in here, if it's not you, you got family members that need some help in recovering from addictive behaviors. Anybody other than me got family members that need some help in recovery from addictive behaviors? They ought to be at the R2R. When we have it on Zoom, they ought to be tuned in. But the devil is having his way. Not only hurt people who hurt other people, number nine, but number 10. Hurt people who hurt other people, listen, are susceptible or more open and vulnerable to demonic deception. Hurt people or hurting people who hurt other people. The devil says, I got you just where you need to be. You know why? I am convinced that most divisions in the church are caused by believers who lack emotional health and project their plan onto other people. They're not emotional stable themselves. And they move from one place to another because they're trying to find somewhere to be stabilized. But they forget that everywhere they go has some dysfunction. Hello, somebody. You hear me say it all the time. You show me a perfect church. You don't need to join it. Because if you join it with your imperfections in mind, we'll mess it up. But the truth is, there's nobody in anybody's church, no matter how small or large, that is beyond fault. It's just a matter of time before you find out the faults of somebody else. But God didn't place you somewhere to be a fault finder. He placed you somewhere to put, find your place to be a blessing to the ministry in spite of all your faults. Amen. I heard Matthew 5 and 16 says, let our light shine because the devil works in darkness and deception. And he wants you to stray away from the light. The Bible says, let your light so shine, listen, that other people can see our good, our good works, and glorify our Father in heaven. Hurt people often have destructive habit patterns that they practice in the dark. And the mind of hurt people, if you're not careful, becomes a breeding ground for satanic infiltration and deception. When you allow your anger and feed on it, I heard a preacher saying today, there's righteous anger and then there's sinful anger. And the devil will get you on sinful anger. And he said much of the sinful anger is because of pride and self-righteousness. Y'all missing it. You're angry because he or she's not doing things the way you want it. That's being prideful. And that's exposing you as self-righteous. You're trying to make the way you think be the way to think and the way to go. And God says, how are you going to tell somebody the way to go when you need to be taught how to go yourself? Uh, I'm talking about hurting people who hurt other people. In other words, and I'm getting ready to close for today. Using the word hurt as an acronym. Hurt, H, U, R, and T. The H is for harassed. The U is for unappreciated. 
The R is for rejected. And the T is for tested. Y'all missed it. Is there anybody in here this morning that fits the description of hurt? I'm talking about hurt people are harassed. Hurt people are unappreciated. Hurt people are often rejected. And hurt people are tested. Ah, uh, you need to know that hurt people are prime candidates to become part three, wounded healers. Hurt people are prime candidates. Y'all ain't hear me. God says don't waste your pain. I've allowed you to go through. I've allowed you to become the one who hurts somebody else or the one who is being hurt by somebody else. Either side of the fence, you know that it's all for purpose. I know you've been harassed. I know you're being harassed. I know you feel like you're unappreciated. Don't think like nobody appreciates what you do. I know you feel rejected because you have been rejected. But it's all for being tested. Because after the tests, after you pass the tests, after you go through the tests, there's a blessing coming your way. I know you say you want to be blessed, huh? but God says don't keep failing the tests. Am I right about it? Huh? God's people that are hurting, God says, I'm shaping you. I'm molding you. I'm developing you. Huh? I'm cultivating you. Huh? I'm making you. I'm doing to you. I'm doing in you. Huh? So I can do out of you. Huh? I want you to go back when you have been converted, when you have been changed, when you're no longer mean, when you're no longer nasty, when you're no longer an antagonist, when you're no longer trying to have it your way, when you're no longer self-righteous, when you're no longer full of pride, I want you to go back, go back, go back, go back, go over, go to, why? There's a new label, wounded healers. Any wounded healers in here? Are you a wounded healer? Get up on your feet if you're a wounded healer. Tell God, use me. Use me. I've been hurt. I've been hurt. I've hurt other people. I've heard other people hurt me. But now, but now, I'm going to go back and help somebody else. You know why? It's because of Jesus. He was hurt, but he was hurt for you and I. And now because he bore our hurt, we can take it to him. Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Hurting people hurt other people. Amen, somebody. We want to make sure this is part two, but there's a part three. Because we want to know something about wounded healers. Hello, somebody. I done already said something about us being wounded healers. You need to heal more, hear more about wounded healers. Amen. Wounded healers. God talks about in the Bible. You'd have been hurt. You wounded and God wants to change your DNA to become a healer in spite of your wounds. Stop wasting your pain. Am I right about it? Everything has purpose. You need to make sure when you're hurt and misunderstood by everybody else, you need to remember to have a little talk with Jesus. I wish I heard somebody can say something. We talk and we fuss out to somebody else. But I heard the songwriter say, I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. And then a little light from heaven filled my soul. He bathed my heart in love and he wrote my name above.
Just a little talk with Jesus makes me whole. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry. I wish somebody could talk back. He'll answer by and by. Am I right about it? And when you feel a little prayer will turn in. And you know a little fire is burning. Find a little talk with Jesus. I said a little talk with Jesus. We'll make it right. Do I have a witness? When you have your doubts and fears. When your eyes are filled with tears. You need to know Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. You got to go to him in prayer because he knows your every care. Just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. I'm talking about Jesus. There's power in that name. There's mercy in that name. There's grace in that name. There's forgiveness in that name. There's hope in that name. There's deliverance in that name. There's another opportunity in that day. He'll pick you up, uh, turn you around, uh, place your feet uh, on solid ground. Am I right about it? Am I right about it? Am I right about it? Call on Jesus. Call on that name and everything will be all right. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. Hurting people hurt other people y'all want to come back for part three you want to know what God has to say about you being a wounded healer don't say I left you hanging you got to desire the word of God more than you desire next week being Memorial Day some of us won't come because we gonna cook out you'll be back home by 12 noon ain't like you gonna miss it hello somebody God has purpose and design for every one of us. He allows you and I to go through pain so we'll have something to rely on. A faith that can't be tested is a faith that can't be relied on. God has purpose for me to go through what I'm going through. Is anybody else going through anything other than me? I'm going through something. But I'm going through. And at the end of the day, God wants me to go back and tell somebody as a wounded healer what I know that 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 I know. Anybody know something in here? God is able. God is able. Somebody in here. Somebody out there. The Bible says that all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Is there anybody in our midst today that's not saved? How about out there? <laughs> if you're not saved, God is looking and booking. Don't keep on hiding when God says, I see you where you are. You can't hide because Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You want to go to heaven in here and out there. Jesus said, I am the way. I'm the truth and I'm the life. So with that being said, if you're not saved, Slip up your hand and you want to be saved. Out there, God is talking to you. If you're not saved and you want to be saved, slip up your hand. When I'm happy, Jesus. Look at the screen. It tells you how to contact us. We will respond back to you. Anybody in here not saved and you want to be. Second call. You're already saved, but you don't have a church home. The doors of ABC is open to you. You need to belong to somebody's church. Why don't you come? You're not saved or you are saved, but you don't have a church home. Why don't you come? 
Third and last call. You already saved. You. you already have a church home. But maybe you're a backslider. You're out of fellowship. God wants to restore you back to the joy of your salvation. Is there one? Either one of those calls. Is there one that will be honest with God? It's honest with God. And praise is what Go ahead. I praise is praise what him. I do. Praise is what I do. It's what I do. What I do. Worship him. It's who I am. Worship who I am. And praise is what I praise do. Praise is what I do. It's what I do. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's what I do. It's what I do. One more time. One more time. One more time. people hurt other people but hurt people don't have to stay hurt you can become a wounded healer come back for part three next week invite somebody god bless you and heaven smile upon you give god some praise we're dismissed amen amen